Jackie, by the way, we never do tell anyone. I'm Lori. Well, I don't even <laughs> want people to know. Who cares? So this week on uh, in the world of stand-up comedy, I'm hosting Wendy Liebman's show for her. Oh, because she's still recovering. Oh, right. Oh, my right, God. Right, because she got hit by that car. Oh, my God. Remember that? Yes. And it broke both of her legs. And then they had to re-break her legs because they set them wrong. Uh, what? Yeah, there was some sort of problem. Did you not hear about that? No. Yeah, yeah. I don't have all of the information, so allow me just hearsay-wise. Oh, my just God. Just to tell you what scuttlebutt that I've got. It was bad. Yeah. But so she's been trying to fix herself, and... Um, Jesus Christ. Right. That's awful. Yep. So oh I'm. she asked me a couple of months ago if I'd hosted for her, and um, I told her, you know, I was going to need a lot of money. <laughs> no. Uh, um. <laughs> I was like, here's what I don't want at Vitello's, which is where Robert Blake did not kill his wife. That's where it's held, at Vitello's over there in Toluca Lake. Why uh, did you bring studio. Robert Blake into it? Because he killed his wife over oh, at Vitello's. Oh, he was found innocent. Yeah, he was found innocent. <laughs> so she died of... She died. Yeah, yeah. Because he left... Away. Remember he left his gun in the car? Yeah. And then she was shot at their table in Vitello's. And then uh, how, now there's stand-up comedy there. How can expect us to be there when there's a serial killer on the loose? Well, I think Robert Blake died, didn't he? Was Robert Blake dead? I don't know. I don't know. He's Knock this. gotta be dead. He's, uh, he might be. Uh, probably died of natural causes. You know causes. what? Killers live a long time. Killers live. They don't seem to mind. Murder, mur- murderers. Um, I will be... Uh, Still alive. Still alive. Living the good life. Robert Blake. I will be right. at uh, the Comedy Attic June, July 5th through the 7th. Oh, cool. And uh, I'm flying out on um, the 4th of July. I'm making a big effort, people. So oh, yeah, if you're yeah. nearby, come on out to the shows. Oh, Bloomington. Such fun shows. I know. Such fun shows. This weekend, I'm doing that new club in Kansas City, which I'm <gasps> oh, very cool. excited about. I'm excited yeah. to hear about that, too. Me, too. Me, too. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. And then I think in July, I'm doing Stir Crazies again. In... Oh, nice! Yeah. In July, I'm doing um, I'm doing the the improv at Lake Tahoe, nice. uh, July 24th through the 28th. Oh, cool! Yeah, I'm excited. Um, That's great. It's at, I think it's at ha- Harvey's or Harris. Harris. What are the H's in the? Of course, the Nevada part of Lake Tahoe. Lake yeah, and Lake Tahoe is gorgeous. You yeah. know, you know I'm gonna what bring I my kid, and we're gonna do like uh, lake stuff during the day. Yeah, you could do lake stuff. Uh, my favorite. I I think Reno's beautiful. Hmm. I know. I'm alone. I haven't uh, been there in a while. <laughs> it's actually, it's just, it's in the, it's in a different, it's in a valley over from Tahoe. Yeah. And so it's the, it's the more mountains. It's very pretty. Maybe it's the people that are unattractive. It's, oh, I also like the people. Cause here's the thing about Reno that I Wow. Like. I guess you're just all up in Reno then. I'm up in Reno. Cause here's my thing about, and I haven't been to Reno in a dozen years. I have been there. I, there. I used to work the Hilton all the time when John Fox booked it. Uh, I booked, um, the Silver Legacy is there. The comedy club's still there. It's not a catch anymore. Catch yeah. Rising Star. What, what is that's it? That's what I worked. Is it's, it just it, called the Silver Legacy Comedy Club? I don't know what it's called, but the last time I did it, Dennis Miller was doing the theater in the basement. Oh, yeah. You got and a they, spot in, yeah, right? Yeah, they asked me if I'd open for him. And um, so the weird thing is, the, oh, what I like about Reno is that everyone who comes to Reno, it's different from Vegas. 
Yes. Everyone who comes to Vegas thinks that it's going to be glamorous and they're going to oh, it, win. It's and, a way less touristy. It right. feels like locals that it know how to like gamble. Just, yeah. yeah, they're just essentially, it's just a couple of ranch. It's a ranch couple yeah. who's like, let's go throw $200 up in the sky and shoot it. Everyone's from and, the Bay Area in <laughs> Reno, basically. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're just like, well, let's go have a buffet and and lose $100 and you mm-hmm. know spend two nights in a hotel and... Um, I uh, just lost. I'm trying to do spend ten dollars a week on the California lottery. Oh, are you? I'm so far. I'm down twenty dollars. Oh, so you two weeks in? <laughs> two weeks in? Yes. It's uh, yeah, because you would like to win the lottery. Yeah, I would. Okay. That would. That would uh, Let's that put would... it out there. <laughs> Lori would like to win the lottery. <laughs> One could argue I have. You know, oh yes! Because I get to do a podcast Come with on. Jackie Cation. Come on! <laughs> this is what. Look at this attitude. Second hour in, we've already <laughs> cheered her up. She feels like she's won the lottery. Mm. This is nice. The thing is, okay, so how? Like, I don't even know how I would date somebody because I would immediately drop a guy for a spot, right? Uh, you know what that is? That's the wrong guy. Oh yeah. Don't it's it's not really that's not you. That's not you. That's him. Ah. That guy. <laughs> no. And the thing is, is your surprise is su- a lot of relationships. Yes. Here's the thing. Huh. It, it, it is not. And that is not surprising. Because the frame that you have have lived in for the last 31 years is a frame entirely dominated by stand-up comedy. Mm-hmm. And so, and for some reason, we have all been told that this is some sort of, it isn't real, it isn't a job, it's too much, you like it too much, it's too yeah, much fun. Right. All of these things. And so... By guys. I mean, by significant others. I'm sure male comics hear it from... Parents! Yeah, are you kidding sure. me? Until I got on television, my parents were like, "What you, my sister was, uh, and this is not to, it was very, this is an old story. When I was 21, I graduated from college. Mm-hmm. I uh, went to Europe uh, for a couple of months and was drunk. And then I came back and was drunk in Milwaukee and I got a day job, right? And uh, I, I just wanted to get a job and do open mics and try to break into the scene in Milwaukee and figure out what I wanted to do if I wanted to move to Chicago. And, um, and I lived with my sister and her partner at the time. And my sister was like, you worked for three summers at a hot dog stand. You were assistant managing. You could manage a Pizza Hut or a McDonald's or something like that. I will get you interviews. And I was like, it's going to take too much time. I need I need to have an idiot job during the day. Yeah. So I don't spend all my... I, I was like, I could sell because I have a sales background. Yeah. I could make plenty of money doing sales. But that when you sell, I genuinely believe this, when you sell, you use all of the energy you would have used on stage mm-hmm. uh, in a sales job. Same sure. thing when you do warm up. If you do warm, the reason I never wanted to do warm up when I moved here hmm. is because I didn't want to use all that energy. I wanted to save it for stand up. Yeah, that's true. You can work around it. When Brody Stevens did start first started doing stand up, he would then come and do sets afterwards, and he was so full of rage that and because he could say anything he wanted. Yeah, and he couldn't all day long. So initially, for that first, did it did it the way he does stand up? Well, in a way, that changed. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. It changed from like from like two thousand. That first couple of years that he did. Uh, warm up and then did sets at night when I would see him do sets I'm like this is why I don't do sets and then like a couple of years later I'd see him do sets and I was like oh he figured it out 
He figured out a way to compartmentalize and turn it into. It's sort of like you. Mm-hmm. You you were one of the first people I ever met that did had that full time writing job, and did sets at night. You and Brian Kiley, and I was like, can't be done, can't be done. And then I met you, and I was like, hmm, turns out you probably do that. <laughs> uh, you figure out how to do it. Depends on the show and the hours too. Right. I mean, so yeah. But to get back to the da- to the dating thing, we've we've it, it was defined so much anyway. But my sister got. I'm going to tell three stories at once. My sister got me the interviews. I went into the interviews. I hated, uh, I was like, I don't want these jobs. So I sort of tanked the interviews mm-hmm. uh, from the get. And I will never forget that McDonald's interview. I walked into this conference room and there was a woman seated. The management at McDonald's. Yeah. Wow. A manager management job for a McDonald's. And so I walk into this thing. I'm wearing pantyhose. First of all, oh my it's God. a terrible idea. Oh my God. And uh, so I'm walking in and I'm wearing my version of the only like a pantyhose pump. that should be in a McDonald's should be on the face of someone who's robbing it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I, like that. I had that line. You had to do it. And I had to do it. I apologize. I don't blame you. So I walk in, woman's there. Uh, before I sit down, she's seated. I have to walk across the room in this conference room to her. Oh my God. Before I'm seated, she goes, So what do you think you have to offer? McDonald's, oh, like no. that old shitty question. No, and granted, real? yeah, and granted, it was 1989. Sure. And I said to her before I sat down, I said, I walked all the way to her, put out my hand, and I said, Hi, I'm Jackie. How's your day going? So I didn't answer her fucking <laughs> question. Guess <laughs> that's guess so who, Elliot. It's, oh, and I guess who didn't get the job? This one. I guess who <laughs> didn't want the job? Me as well. Anyway, so um, I, I um I sold. I went through this vacuum cleaner salesman um like. Training? training yes to sell uh rainbow vacuum cleaners did i tell you this before no Ra- they are really good by the way no they're great <laughs> they use water <laughs> they, <laughs> they trap use the water. dust with water right no, they trap the dust with water and they come they have like 90 parts they're a pain in the ass but they're yeah. they're in a way they're really great and you and it was you would cold call and make an appointment and they yeah. go to someone's house and clean their <laughs> yeah, you such a fucking racket yeah, yeah. you gave them knives <laughs> seriously you gave them knives and then you uh get you you had a machine that would clean up any sort of evidence of a stabbing yes were they to kill you right um and so i sold like three <laughs> and one of them was to my mom the other was to my mom's best friend but right which is uh yeah that's classic but yep. then i had this job interview at this place called tap plastics and i don't know what they did and i'm sure they're out of business but i remember they fucked th- plastics <laughs> i had to say that line oh for my some god <laughs> jackie did you did you you came with me with the pantyhose so i had to do it anyway go so competitive you know what just fucking let it go um and uh but there was like there was women my age like 22 and they were just all into tap plastics and (laughs) and it was like a training program and and i didn't i hadn't figured out maybe they were 21 because i hadn't even seen stand-up comedy live at that point i was just like what what's happening what is this right i did not want to be part of it at all no so here's here's what so here's what i did here's what you got to do you got to Make that part of your list of what you want in some sort of dating life partner. Right? Someone I could drop immediately for a spot? Or who would come along and just kind of go get a, a soda e- in the bar? You don't want him don't, watching the set? No. Okay, well then he'll go in the, he'll hang out. Right. Cash Levy went out with uh, my friend Anna Becker for two years, never let her watch a set. <laughs> and I literally would say to her, "Awesome, he's not very good. <laughs> uh, and then he was like, what are you telling her? And I said, no, I'm just kidding. 
Uh, let her watch your fucking set. But they get anyway. sick of comedy really fast. And, and then, and then, it, then you, Andy Ashcraft doesn't come with me because he's been offered, he's been allowed to come with me. Yeah. And now he has his own life, which right. he all had before. Does he get mad at you for doing comedy? No. You know why? He wants me to be happy. And uh, he doesn't get mad at me for doing anything I want to do. It's one of the great things about Andy Ashcraft is that he treats me like a whole person. So uh, he wants to go play games. Right. It would be like me saying, like, he dropped me off here and he went over to his buddy Rizwan's. They're having uh, some sort of uh, pool party, some sort of social event. That Rub it I, in my face, Jackie. Well, I didn't want any part of it, even though I like those people. Mm -hmm. But I knew that it was going to be like a dozen people. And I would have gone if we had, I mean, I'm not above going to the thing mm -hmm. uh, with, with him. But, um, but he doesn't have a problem going alone. So it's important, I think, for me anyway, to have someone that you don't have to babysit. And it was important for him to have someone that he was like, I like that we could just go to a party. And I don't have to watch you. I don't have to make sure you're having a good time. Because I'm going to have a good time or I'm going to sit in a corner and play with the cat. Mm -hmm. It's, I mean, literally, he, he, there's, he, he's not obligated. Um, it's weird. I, I, I met up with an ex a couple visits ago in New York. Oh, yeah. And I was like, hmm, I wonder if this could be like a, you know, <laughs> periodic booty call. And then uh, I was like, nope. No, nope. <laughs> no, there's not enough left. There's not, not there, the mystery. There's not enough mystery here for me to give this another shot. Fair enough. Hmm. But I think, yeah. But uh, what I did do is, is yeah. I mean, you you just gotta, yeah. And this is this is in many self help books, and I've I haven't read them, but somebody told me that this was in a self help book, so yeah. I did it. It's sort of like the one time I fasted. It was in a book, but I hadn't read it <laughs> anyway. So. um well, you write down a list of the things that you're looking for that you would ideally like in a right, partner. Right. So it's sort of like all, all those lists. You put it out to the universe. The universe uh, takes looks at look at it, and then you get something like that, mm -hmm. or you don't. I don't really know how the list thing works, but it's a good idea to focus your thoughts because then if you do have that list and you meet somebody, you're like, oh, that's actually a deal breaker. He can't do that. And it's not doesn't make him a bad guy. It just makes him not the guy for you. So right. that is that. Hmm. Okay, so when I was in Dayton yesterday mm -hmm. uh, on my airplane flight, right. I wore my entire Captain Marvel tracksuit. I'm wearing the pants right now. Oh, <laughs> yes, you are. I wore the, the jacket and the pants, and it cheered me up. I see why people wear their sport team football jersey or whatever. Oh, I see. Or why old people wear sparkle clothes or whatever they're wearing. It is cheerful. I so felt happy. Fashion can be used to make you feel better. I don't know. You're learning a lesson at age 53. Uh, <laughs> most girls learn at age 11. 13. Yeah, yes. possibly. It's a, well, it was super fun. And then I had uh, several people inappropriately call me Captain America. Uh, and I was like, uh, Captain Marvel, thank you very much. Uh, you can stream it now. I've, I've almost bought it three times streaming, but the DVD comes out Tuesday. I will be purchasing Why would it. you, you would prefer a DVD over streaming? Yes. Cause, Why? Because uh, then I can, uh, 
I would like to fast forward to just the parts I want to see sometimes. I'm going to watch it. I'll watch it many times. But sometimes I just like to watch the one scene I want to see. Oh, I see. And that's easier on a DVD than it is on a streaming because of buffering. Okay. Yeah. Though I'm not I that assume much of a connoisseur. If I, what do you think, Kyle? If I download, can I fast forward easier? Or does it still have to reload? If you hard download, you could. Yep. My preference is to fast forward sometimes. Well, the, with the DVD always comes with a digital download card that I've always ignored. But uh, I, <laughs> Kyle just said same. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, someone told me that they just watched it. And I said, wait, is it? A, and this was a week and a half ago. And I was like, wait, is it available to download? He said, no, I stole it. Yeah. And I was like, oh. I don't hmm. approve of that. Uh, Grammacation would like you to uh, send somebody eleven dollars. So wait, what? I don't, I don't, I don't approve of the stealing of uh, of downloadable oh, of course material. Not. No, it's uh, it's that. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. You know how the last episode I was like I was depressed because I don't have any material. I don't yeah. feel like I have. Any, now I'm depressed because I have nothing to offer this podcast. Oh, interesting, interesting. Fun fact: I, uh, I, I gave it all to the one we did an hour. Where ago. did you live? Until you were five years old. Have you always lived in Wal- Walnut Creek? Um, uh, I, I, uh, my parents jumped around a little bit. So In the uh, beginning? They took me with them. Oh, course. thank God. Uh, Wait, I is would... your sister younger or older? Younger. Okay. She uh, was born and raised in the same house. I, was, um, uh, I lived in uh, Turkey for a little while in Germany when I was very little because my dad had jobs oh, over there. Oh, because Brady had jobs over there. Mm-hmm. But until you were what, like three or four? Two. Like two. two. Yeah. Oh, just two? Yeah. Do you have any memories of those? Um, no, but I do have the scar on my mouth uh, that reminds me of the dog that bit me in Germany. There was a dog in Germany that bit you? Yeah. Was it a German shepherd? It was. Oh. What's happening, Germany? <laughs> and uh, here's the thing. That, that would be, if I were in a country that had just 20 years ago been in the grips of the Nazi party, I probably wouldn't have a German shepherd. Like, let's, let's leave that breed to another country. <laughs> Right? So Why when you we were a tiny a child. Poodles? Yeah. Let's all have shih tzus. Are they mm-hmm. called shih tzus? <laughs> it's fun to say the word shih tzu. It turns you out. are, even though your fashion sense is 53 years old, your uh-huh. sense of humor is 13 years old. <laughs> Nine. Nine. Let's talk about farting. Uh, so here, well, I would say this is so, so you guys moved to the Bay Area in, when you were two. Um. I was born in that. My dad was uh, went, was uh, living in the Bay Area. My parents lived there for a little while, and then they, my dad got a couple jobs overseas, and then we came back. So maybe I was like four when we uh, moved to. Um, and how old is your, your sister's? How much younger? Four years younger. Okay, so she was zero. She was born. She there. was born at forty one Wana Court, which is now which was torn down. Oh yeah, did I tell you that? No. Do you want me to go to? Photoshop myself into a photo. Of, oh my uh, god! How of Google mean. photos, it would be really not. Okay. No, my my childhood home and the entire neighborhood yeah. um, was uh, was raised. Yeah. So uh, a developer could put condos up there um, near a BART station, which is um, public transportation, right. with a promise that there would be low income condos uh in the in the development and there weren't and everyone got away with it except the county supervisor sunny mcpeak who approved it died 
Oh, but that probably didn't kill him, and his kids still inherited all the money that he got for it. The grift? Yeah, it was yeah. a woman. A woman could oh. also be a horrible person. No, yes. come on. Jackie. Not in this day and age. <laughs> Hashtag you too? <laughs> what? Um, so, just me. Hashtag just me. Um, um, anyway, who cares? Um, but, so wait, so that that's so when you were four, mm-hmm. and she was zero, mm-hmm. from that point on, you lived in Walnut Creek. Uh, we we lived in that house till yeah. 1989 when right. it was when it was raised, and then we moved to Pleasant Hill. Oh. I was 20, but you were grown up four at that time. Yeah, oh, but I w- but you were living at home. Oh, I was up. living at home. Yeah, I yeah. lived there for till I was like 32, and then I moved to New York. I okay. did everything 10 years after everyone else did. Okay. Everyone in, in San Francisco was moving to LA when they were like 25 or 26. Not like, Johnny Steele. Not Johnny. No. He's the only one. Johnny Steele is going nowhere. Larry's Bubbles? Larry Bubbles? Bubbles doesn't want any part Are of moving. Are you slamming all these comics that I grew up with? No, no. I'm, I'm saying those guys didn't move anywhere. They didn't move. No. You're, no, because you're saying that they all did things that you didn't do. Those two guys specifically They weren't who I was including. They're not in my generation of comics. They're starting out. I'm talking about Greg Barrett, Margaret Cho, uh, Laura Milligan. Um, isn't Bubbles your, your our generation? No. No, he's 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 older. He's like on Feldman, like a Feldman, David Feldman level. Four or five years older. I'd say they're ten years older than us. Oh yeah, yeah. No, they're a generation ahead. All right, they're. (laughs) um, This is a fascinating part of this podcast. I know that everyone's taking (laughs) notes. (laughs) Is any part of this podcast (laughs) interesting to anyone but you and me? I don't understand it. Feel free to write that as the title. Johnny's still a couple years older, but when I started, he was already featuring. So to me, he's on a different. He's in a different generation. Okay, right. right and right. Ma- even though Matt Weinhold is about the same age, he was like featuring when I started. So okay, yeah. So those guys uh, all moved down here, or they went to New York, or everyone both? moved to LA, and and I. Uh, just couldn't leave my, couldn't leave I didn't want to leave my dad my, here's the thing my dad worked over I think I, I feel like I said this before so I'm a little uncomfortable getting into the weeds but my dad worked overseas when I was a teenager and when he came home finally I was like in my early 20s and I was like I want to be with my dad <laughs> oh, okay so I just stayed at home and worked the road from the Bay Area and I liked working the road I did and and I was People, it seemed like everyone was going to LA to act, and and I didn't alternative comedy. Just I didn't like it, you know. And Janine was mean to me once, so I was like, oh, they all hate me. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna not move there. Right, right. So many decisions uh, based on like, based on four, Janine kind of Janine like just not thinking at about me you once one time. at the San Francisco Improv on the sitting on the stairs. Hey, the punchline's gonna stay. Did you see it? I saw. I hope that's true. Yeah, that was an article. It was uh, that I hope they changed. That the would zone. be amazing. Yeah, that yeah. would be great. That they specifically came up with a law that made the punchline. We're line. recording this the week that I'm going up there because i'm doing throck and then uh the wednesday's dark and um i've looked i've dabbled in looking into some spots on the wednesday but you know i have a uh caitlin gill's gonna record i think her album on Mm -hmm. that wednesday at the punch Mm -hmm. so i may go in though i'll be staying in mill valley that wednesday so i have to come over the hill uh, or or, over the bridge you're gonna stay an extra night in the at the hotel yeah 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 god what a great little two days of your life. It'll be another Is Andy going to go with you? No. He's coming to Roosters, though, because I'm doing Rooster okay. Keys. And that's a good hotel. Yeah, it's a perfectly fine yeah. hotel, and uh, it'll be lovely. And then... But um, Mill Valley. Mill Valley. What a sweet little 
little town that Nancy, uh, it's, who's the director, the female director? Is it Nancy Lyons? Myers? Yeah. yeah Myers. It's a total, oh. it's a total Nancy Myers movie. Every woman there is like 55 wearing Coldwater Canyon. Remember she made all those mingling Airbnbs. wrinkles movies where it's like old people fall in love? Yeah. Yeah. Just Cut uh, to you and me I wanted all, her to all name of a sudden one finding it relevant mingling and Mingling wrinkles. That's what I always wanted her to name those movies. Um, but she, um, yeah, I always think of it as... Uh, Essentially, the the ta- they're they're trying to recreate a, a a Connecticut town, yeah, in the in the middle of the mountains. Well, they did you know? it, and they did it because it's it looks like it very much looks like Gilmore Girls uh, should be recorded there. There are zero minorities there. Uh, no, no, there's uh, the only melanin works. Mm-hmm. Melanin works. What do you mean? All the people of color are uh, walking your dog. Right, right, right. They're working on no, the baristas. It's, it's the classic. They've been adopted. White. There was some adopted. <laughs> It's a cl- I always it's make a, that joke. The classic white liberal who has never met a person of color. <laughs> it's but, Bernie Sanders, where every, yeah. all of the black people you know have PhDs. And that's because I've been to Burlington, Vermont. That's why they all have PhDs, because that's where they all go to graduate school. Okay. The, the black people that he's met. Oh, I see. And okay. uh, you're just like, ah, you, you, you kill me, bro. Yeah. And, uh, but um, heart's in the right place, right? Sometimes. Yes. Yeah. Please, God. Let's take a break. Hi, I'm Biz. And I'm Teresa. And we host One Bad Mother, a comedy podcast about parenting. Whether you are a parent or just know kids exist in the world, join us each week as we honestly share what it's like to be a parent. I don't know how to fix mornings for myself. (laughs) I do not know how to make mornings okay for myself. So the t-shirt, I don't do mornings, isn't even a funny shirt i shouldn't get it for you it's sad it's a sad shirt yeah it's a sad shirt with tears flowing so join us each week as we judge less laugh more and remind you that you are doing a great job find us on maximumfun.org on apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts where are we at Twenty-four. So, so, like this bit I've been working on for a long time. I feel like, all right, I guess I got it. Yeah, like, I got it as much as I'm going to get it. Okay, and I, I refuse to tinker with it any longer. <laughs> okay. And then everything else is sort of like, uh, you know, right in production. I guess. Yeah, right in production. But also, I was just thinking about like, was there that stuff you were talking about the last episode, right? Mm-hmm. About um. Just a, a, about the social skills stuff. You could do material about that. And I was thinking about... Like, I when, don't think I could. Well, you certainly couldn't with that attitude. No, Allow but me I, just to... <laughs> I think when I'm on stage, I'm not this person on this couch, right? right? I'm right? a different person. Right. Right? And I don't feel like... You'd that... have to come from that angle. I mean, the thing is, is you'd have to... The thing, because the person you are when you're with your family is not the person you are about your family on stage either. Right, right, right. I, I, but I do. So nothing you are is this okay, person. Okay, I'm a lie. I get it, Jackie. No, I'm not saying you're a lie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying is that you would have to want to write from that. And I was. And I, I don't. I, I'm not sure that. For me, I I look. I think of a road room, right, and everyone's out and they're having a good time 
And it doesn't seem like that's the place for me to drop some energy of I don't like people and I can't talk to people. <laughs> but it's okay. I hope my mom dies. Yes, that material is hilarious. That. Nobody understands that. Yes, they do. Uh, <laughs> do you know why they do? Because you made it funny. That's why that. That's why it worked. Well, I guess I'm not interested in uh, in making your journey funny. You're no, interested. Well, I mean, certain parts of your life are just like this is. Uh, this isn't for stage. It's not interesting enough. I mean, part of what you you bring up on stage has to be interesting enough for people that bought tickets to see a show, right? Right. Which and and the first step is making it interesting to you. So right, right, and right. you have to want to write it. Right. So it's not. And again, I am doing the thing that I did last episode, which is I'm I'm trying to help. <laughs> uh, which uh, there's a meeting for that. It turns out it's called Elanon. I mentioned it last time. I don't go, and uh, there might be a. Uh, a reason but the um what about uh so what do you think you want to write about like you don't want to write about swimming you don't want to write about your social situation you don't want to write about your past jackie this isn't how i write they yeah how do you write they they're like little weeds that grow up through the concrete that's how jokes get to me you think about foliage? What's Jackie? <laughs> am I gonna, are you going to murder me? In yeah, this I episode? am. This is the episode. Don't that ask ends me it. a question and wait for an earnest answer. And then, no. I, what I want is I want a name to the weed. What's the word attached to the weed? There's no word. The, weed is its own word. Okay. <laughs> What's the last premise you came up with that you're working on? I don't think of it as coming up as uh, with premises. It's it's uh, you write on stage. Uh, no, it's things about I, I I don't know how I write. I really don't. Yeah, it's uh, uh, things I remember. I don't know, just things I come up with or or little. Once I start something, then I start tagging it. That's that's just rearranging things all the time, rearranging words and rearranging jokes and and you know all these little notes here. It's just I'm little, just always curious how anyone comes up with a new topic. For me, something has to happen to me. Yeah. And and you don't want to mine the past. I don't know. Because mining the past, for me, is what, what uh, I do just because rem- it's... Saying, remember this toy and get an applause break and everyone thinks you're... No, no. A great comic. <laughs> that uh, Remember Monopoly, guys? Did you guys play Monopoly? Hard- Hardwick used to do this uh, joke about Pauly Shore. Yeah. And it was uh, it was like... Remember lunch? Who said lunch, you guys? <laughs> and it was a very funny joke. But um, it was, yeah, it's, that's not what I mean. I, I mean, literally, like, like things that happen to you, mm-hmm. but not today. <laughs> things, that, <laughs> things that happened to you previously. They're called things that happened to you previously in your life. There's, they don't have to happen to you right now, but maybe they do. Maybe that's you only want to write about things that currently happen to you. I, yeah, I think that. I mean, I don't. Uh, I didn't have such a. I don't know. I always think that's that's deliberately looking for something to talk about on stage. Yeah, it's called writing. No, it's not called stand-up writing. comedy. No, that's what no, no, I do. No, it's it's. Are you saying I'm? What are you saying? I no, I'm not talking comedy. about you. I'm saying if I were to go, oh, fourth grade. All right. Let me just brainstorm fourth grade. To me, it's not that interesting. I guess it's not that interesting. I don't think the past is interesting. Uh, my past is interesting. And 
I think whatever I'm dealing with emotionally now is what I want to talk about on stage. Okay. You know? Uh, so that's it. And I just, yeah. right now, I'm just in a bad mood. Right. And um, you're just, right. I, what, what I was, yeah. And this is to, to take the focus away from you and bring it on me. Because that's where, <laughs> that's where I'm at. Because that's what, uh, what I tend to do when I, because that's what I do. I mine the past for stories about my family and about myself and about different ages in my life because they usually have a larger purpose. It's not, remember fourth grade, you went to fourth grade. Mm -hmm. It's, this is what I was like in fourth grade, if I could remember fourth grade. Uh, For example, my fourth grade teacher was gay. I had the biggest crush on him because he seemed like the safest man I'd ever met in my life. (laughs) And you that's a funny right. line, right? Yeah. Uh, th- I just thought of that, but that is entirely true. And there's, uh, there might be comedy there. That might be a premise. Yeah. Except for that, because he was an incredibly sweet dude who just wanted to teach fourth graders how to read and write. Right. And do arithmetic. And he wasn't, he didn't have anything else to prove, right? He didn't seem, he didn't yell. He didn't have... Any sort of a, he didn't have a, a like an angry presence. He had a, a very calm, very almost a dro- androgynous kind of vibe to him because, you know, not a lot of people were out, you know, in 1974 or 73 right, right, right. when I was eight. And, um, and would they have been allowed to even keep a teaching job if they were out? Right, right. I don't Doubtful. think he could have. Doubtful. I think, yeah. So I think he, um, in South Morgan, Wisconsin, probably not. Mm-hmm. And um, and so I think so. So that I mean, it's it's not. Yeah, it's it's not specifically about. It's specifically about me, and it's specifically about fourth grade. Mm-hmm. But it's not. But that's, and that's when I don't know but what to write good, about. That's a good jumping point into anything you know bigger things that are happening now with gay rights. And exactly. Stuff like that. Yeah. Right. And it can have. And it and it could even be. That's why it's soothing for me to go to gay pride and, and get in the way or whatever. <laughs> like if I wanted to go to gay pride and get in the way, which uh, I don't. I just want to be supportive. and uh, See, to me, them. if I have something happens to me and there's a way it, it, I can claw back to a, some memory, <laughs> then then yeah. But it has to occur to me that way. I can't okay, go, you, you come I can't from go memory the- and then. It's just different angle. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That does remind me, though, when I was in seventh grade, um. Mr. Boylan, who now I know obviously was gay, but I had no, I didn't know what gay was, and I had no idea yeah. at the time. But Me he somehow he would he he came late to English class, and uh, he looked like he'd, he'd been crying, and he said, um, uh, "The mayor of San Francisco was murdered, and and uh, oh, a, Milk. a supervisor." And we were like, and you know, this is like pleasant hill seventh grade we're like huh who what right. <laughs> like no i had no idea and san francisco's that's that's way over there right, across right. a bridge right. why I do you care 25 minutes yeah what? that doesn't have anything to do with us and our drama exactly. that poor guy man he had to teach that day yeah 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 hmm. it's a hard day yep um yeah so it's just it's just a different way to to do it hey are we at 30 I think we should do a comic of the week. Yes. Do it. Wait, who is it? Maya. Maya. Oh, yes. Maya uh, May. Maya May. That's yeah. right. 
My what? Um, we were doing two today. That's why it was. Yeah, that's where you're like, who was, who was it now? Yeah, because we already did one. And uh, then we have a list of ladies we're getting to. Yeah, so. yeah, we do. And if uh, and Jackie at Jackie Cash on me, if uh, if you want me to watch your tape and, and be on it, because <laughs> oh my god, we, remember we're a couple of episodes now. ago? What? When you were like, are we making one of those lists that we're not on? <laughs> remember that it was like six months ago. You were like, yes. I hate that we're on a we're making a list that some people it's are awful. mad that they're not on. So if you're mad that you're not on it, just send it to me and I'll add you to the list. We'll get it's, to you. Yeah, we'll um, get to you. But but Maya, it's Maya on stage. M-A-Y-A-O-N-S-T-A-G-E. And uh, Maya May, you worked with her. You yeah, yeah, yeah. Her. I just I, did, uh, I watched videos. again, some bar near York, I think, okay. with her, and, oh. um, which describes 80% of the gigs Eagle Rock? in yeah. uh, Los Angeles. <laughs> but uh, she's very funny. And then we watched some of her stuff um, uh, on... Yeah, I think she does a lot of colleges. I think that's what we yeah, learned. she's a college agent. That's what I, that's what I learned from my, from my wandering around the internet <laughs> looking for Maya. I think if someone has a college May. agent, they do a lot of colleges. Yeah, but yeah. I had one, and I barely did any. I know. I had one, and she did her best, and uh, I never got any work. Uh, I, I did one NACA. Did you ever do a NACA? Yes. One? I did two. Okay. I, the first one I did was a national. Oh, yeah. Which was, was expensive. like striking gold, and I didn't even know it, and I didn't know what gold was. Imagine, <laughs> imagine, imagine you find gold, and you don't know what gold is, and you're like, oh, all right, yeah, I guess so. All right. And uh, so I get there, and I, I, I had some joke about peanut butter and licking peanut butter off a penis. I was 24, Jackie. And, uh, or 26, whatever. Everybody's got to write. Whatever. Of mm-hmm. course, I was talking about things I've never done. <laughs> and um, and uh, they're like, oh, it's so dirty. That really costs you a lot of work. And I didn't know anything. No one told me anything. Well, that's part of it. Yeah. You got to know going in that, that it's being booked by 20, 20 year olds. Right. And, and it has to be really clean. It has to be clean and yet imply filth. That helps. If, yeah. Because um, it is. And they also have, they, they want to book a lot of diversity, which is kind of cool. I well, mean, they didn't like, back then. Well, it was. I did it in, I think it had to be 99, 2000. When did yeah. you do it? Uh, I did it before then. I did it like in the mid 90s or something. 96, something, yeah. something like that. Yeah. It was uh, when I went, I think that they were just starting to, because there was a lot of whitey magoos complaining about all the diversity hires. Sure. And um, I was like, yeah, but are they working the clubs? And even I knew <laughs> that they weren't working the clubs. The comics that were, were getting that work, yeah, weren't getting the, the club work, work yeah. that the dudes complaining were talking about. Right. So I was like, "Well, suck it up." Even um, though it was eighteen hundred dollars, I did a corporate. I mean, a, a national in Boston. Where was your national? I don't remember. I think it might have been in Boston as well. Oh, nice. But um, uh, yeah, the the agency was a new agent. Like everyone was new. It was everyone's first time. The agency, mm-hmm. all the comics they had on the roster doing. We didn't know what we were doing. Yeah, I got a couple of them, but um, it definitely. It w- I wasn't a college comic. Okay, yeah. You know? Well, you have to have a bouncy, upbeat sort of happiness to you. There has to be some jam happening that I've never been able to. Yeah, yeah. And but you can grind it out, man. There's uh, Pete Lee. One year, probably three years ago, told me he did ninety six. I think he's still suffering from post traumatic <laughs> stress. It he is very grueling and yeah. lonely. And you're constantly talking to people that are at least 10 years younger than you. Yep. And they always want to go to dinner, you know, yeah, and hang Fridays out. And, and it's yep. it's the same fucking conversations with 
the same type of people all the time, yeah. right? And then you got to drive or travel the next day and yeah, do another it's bad. one. And you're it's not with grim. any other comic. You're rarely with other comics. So you've yeah. no one, no, no one with to talk to really yeah. to talk honestly with too. Yeah. you have to pr- just keep being that upbeat person at the Applebee's <laughs> oh yeah it's a great campus so beautiful what are you studying oh my gosh that sounds so interesting yeah yeah. Can't, same uh, conversation over and over yeah 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 it's awful brutal but good luck to Maya <laughs> <laughs> Well, oh, good gee, for you. Buy land. Buy land, Maya. <laughs> Buy land. Buy fucking land. Yeah. Um, Buy it. And now we need to start. Nikki Glazer asked on Twitter, like, should we start buying land, you know, and, and keeping climate change in mind? Yeah, I think we actually should. I've heard of, okay, this guy I've been told um, has a compound in Ireland near fresh water. In and Ireland? he is ready. Really? Yes. I yeah, yeah. Uh, have seen his name, but uh, yeah. you believe it? Yeah. All right. And uh, that's Andy's got an acre in Arkansas. No, that we can not hide helpful. It. Not no. helpful. No, it's that. I'm, I'm gathering. It's in I'm the ga- middle. All of America's toxins are going to Arkansas's water. Oh, not uh, well. Eventually, but um, but so far, uh, no, not so much. I I believe read... everyone's hiding in Arkansas. Yeah, that's like Seattle and Washington will be like Santa Monica and California in about. Uh, in a uh, oh heat maybe a hundred years yeah in okay. terms of a climate which this will it'll be unlivable where we are right now perhaps sure. Lex we'll Luthor was right uh, you, gotta, <laughs> you gotta buy land in Arizona if you want beachfront and, that's uh, a Bill Hicks uh, album title right Arizona Beach uh, I don't know I never, California sing well, was more the California only set I ever see Bill, Bill Hicks do was the was the the Letterman set that he wasn't allowed to do oh. when they re aired it right I was like. That's not that good. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! What an awful human you are. It's confirmed. It's uh, it's, it's confirmed. Do you know why? Do you know why it wasn't that good? Because he's been hacked so bad. Yeah, it isn't fair. It's it isn't not fair. fair. It's not fair to judge his stand up. It's sort of like trying to judge George Carlin's stand up. There's a Stuart Lee joke about Bill Hicks that he oh, wished yeah? he could be a dead comedian, so you just judged out of two hours of your work. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. And, and what's weird about Stuart Lee is I always compa- I always say Stuart Lee is if Andy Kindler and uh, Bill Hicks were one guy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. he's great. And wow. um, but I got to watch some more Stuart Lee. That just reminded me. Oh, dude, wow. his forty first. That forty first is yeah, is my favorite. They're both Wait, the nineties oh, comedian, comedian. I'm half this and half that. Uh, uh no. That's a newer one. That's a oh, newer is it? one. Okay. 90s comedian and 41st best 41st best comedian in the world or whatever it's called. Oh, he was it's, on a list. No, no, that's was the name of his special because okay. he was on a Oh, right, because he was yeah. on a list. You're right. Okay. And um that's such a great And his book. I have have you read his book? Cuz his book, this is the gutsiest and I've probably talked about this before. It's the gus, gutsiest book in stand-up comedy. It's a transcription of 2 hours of his material. Hmm. He quit doing stand-up, annotated, no, footnoted, uh, talking about why he wrote the bit, why he doesn't do the bit anymore. Oh, my God. Words he changed. Words he changed, how it evolved. Yeah, that's what Kyle just Is said. there an audiobook of him reading a transcript <gasps> of his act? Oh, my God. No, you got to read the asterisks. Jackie, you know I can't read. <laughs> <laughs> you can only write books. You cannot read books. I hope I'm done by the time this drops with this book I'm reading. Oh, what are you reading? I'm reading, it's a book of short stories, and um, uh, I forget. Where for- in Ireland is it set? 
Not in Ireland. Not set in Ireland. Not. Not set in Ireland. Uh, The author is Indian, and it's Indian Americans in America, and they're all short stories. And I, uh, I didn't realize it was short stories. I don't even know where I got this book. I just, I just needed to get away from terrorism and the IRA. Sure. Like, all right, fiction. And uh, so I read the first one, and the first one, oh, it's so good. Then I get to the second one, and it's all of a sudden it's um, first person. I'm like. Well, this is an interesting style of novel. Oh, <laughs> she's, weird! She's switching it totally, switching how she's writing. Interesting. Are, is it? A, is it? And one then author? I figured out. I'm like, oh, it's. Then I looked at the cover. I'm like, oh, it's short stories. But it took and is me. Is it the same author writing different short stories? Yeah, or yeah, yeah. Different authors. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But they're nice. all so far. They're all Indian Americans in America. Right. Either coming from India or they're like one generation from India. Um, oh, interesting. It's really good. That's fascinating. Yes. Um, I. I'm still reading the third book in the N.K. Jemison uh, trilogy and a bunch of comic books. So there you go. Um, there was a big there was a big kerfuffle on Twitter today with Chelsea Kane about her comic book Man Eaters. Oh, um, Man Eaters mm-hmm. is a comic book about um, essentially. They're trying to uh, stop girls from menstruating because uh, there's a virus that turns them into panthers. Oh, it's my God. Great, it's an amazing Whoa. comic book. Yes. Not everyone, but just some of them. So boys drink special um, special water yeah. and uh, girls drink est- esto, estropop. And uh, it's supposed to keep their estrogen levels even. Mm. And... Um, and I guess, and I don't know enough about it, but there was a lot of... She made a mistake. And she made a mistake not knowing about, uh, it was a trans, she insulted uh, trans women. Okay. And there was, and then. By accident? By accident. Okay. uh, And then kind of doubled down on it. Oh. And then apologized uh, and then uh, wanted to fix it, but didn't want um, to pay someone to, she was like, hey, if anyone wants to read that up the last three, because there's three more issues of this series. Mm -hmm. That's it. And then it's done. Uh, there's three more issues of the series. If someone uh, wants to read it and give me a, a sensitivity, or I can be taught. There's no money in it. I can't pay you to do it. And uh, and then just a just a floodgate of you could pay someone. You could pay someone to do the sensitivity. Like if you want that. And it's you know what is it? Sixty five bucks a page, or I don't know what it would be, but it would. Um... Is she wealthy? She. She's a comic book artist. I mean, she's a no, she's a comic book writer, but she also has written a bunch of thrillers. She's a very successful author. Oh, okay. Um, but she's not fabulously. She's not Stephen King, right? Uh, it would have to be. It would. It. It's a choice. I don't know what I would recommend she do. I mean, I. I would. I myself would pay someone to do it. Yeah. And Maria, uh, remember when Maria published that? Um, she had to write an article for Medium or something like oh, yeah, that. They, yeah, yeah. they hired her to write, and it was she made a couple of jokes in it that were transphobic, and she got busted online about it. And um, she's doing a very, uh, very heartfelt, funny bit about it actually. Oh wow! Uh, but she took it down, tried to do a rewrite on it, and it cost her money because she had to give the money back. Yeah, she was like, "Well, I, we're not going to publish it. I can't fix it." And um, and then the publishers were like, it was funny. Don't worry about it. And she's like, mm, it's funny. Uh, you're wrong. And, uh, you know, and she's it's not it's not a case of it has to be funny to everyone. Mm-hmm. It just 
it shouldn't not be funny. It shouldn't be mean to one specific group that is already in a hole. Right, right, right. right. Climbing out of an... uh, And overtly being harassed right now. Right, right. So, like... Murdered. And murdered. In some places. Yeah, harassed is a a euphemism (laughs) for being uh, not just marginalized. Yeah. Um... But so, oh, and uh, which made me think actually right now, because mm-hmm. we were talking about uh, Fitzsimmons, I did Fitzdog's uh, pod, and mm-hmm. he was talking about the Hippocratic Oath of stand-up comedy, and, and how we should do no harm, right? Yeah. And, um, and I've been thinking more and more about that, and I was like, I don't mind that, actually. I don't think yeah. it's a bad, I don't think it's a bad idea. Right, right, right. To do no harm. Yeah. I actually you know, am I mean, in favor of it. I, I, there, if you write a joke that's like, uh, you know, kind of dodgy, there's always ways to tweak it. Yeah. You can take that essence of that joke and tweak it. You really can. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's always, you just pivot a little bit, move it, a, move it over a little bit and change the angle. And it's always, it's always fixable. Right. You, know, you don't, you're not if stuck you're, with If a, your initial joke was uh, a little too cruel or a little too mean or a little too There's a way dumb, to put it on yourself. There's a way to do it. There's, there's a always way to move a way. It. There's yeah. pretty much always a way. The only thing you can't save if it's, if, if, is it's, if it's a local joke. <laughs> <laughs> Those are unfixable, sadly. <laughs> Unless you want to localize it every single place you go. And then you're like, who are the Armenians of this town? <laughs> Which I don't have the energy to do, Jackie. Oh, my gosh. Uh, South Milwaukee, Wisconsin has uh, revealed on this day yes. in June... A statue of the most famous person from my hometown. Is it you? It is not me. Oh. Uh, it is a wrestler, an all-star wrestler from the 70s, yeah. 50s, 60s, and 70s, named The Crusher. Oh. Uh, I don't know if uh, Randy Lazowski, and he, he grew up and lived in South Milwaukee and retired in South Milwaukee. And he, The Crusher, uh, was a part of a tag team with a guy named The Bruiser. Yeah. And... Um, I don't know if he quoted this. I remember my grandparents loved, the, and it was all regional wrestling at the time. It was a lot like stand-up. Yeah. Where you'd go and you'd, because and, he was a bad guy. The Crusher was always a good guy in, in the Midwest region. Yeah. Because he was from Wisconsin and, and he was always a good guy. Um, I think, I, for, to my knowledge, but he was a bad guy or what's called a heel uh, in other regions. and. um right. But I remember distinctly watching it with my grandmother when I was little, and there was a line that I think my whole family quoted it for decades, which was, I don't know if he made it up, but he used to call people turkey necks, and uh, saying that they just weren't strong, so they mm-hmm. were turkey necks. And, uh, but he, one time, he's talking about whoever he's going to fight, Baron Von Raschke, who had sort of a Nazi vibe to him, and um, he said, this isn't going to be a wrestling match, it's going to be a war. And I remember that line from when I was a kid, and uh, and how much I enjoyed it. That's a that's an anecdote right there. Thank you, Jackie. <laughs> Where are we at? Yeah, forty oh, forty nine. Okay, so eleven thirty left. Oh, let's take a break. Yes, let's take a break. 
Hello, this is Amy Mann. And I'm Ted Leo. And we have a podcast called The Art of Process. We've been lucky enough over the past year to talk to some of our friends and acquaintances from across the creative spectrum to find out how they actually work. And so I have to write material that makes sense and makes people laugh. I also have to think about what I'm saying to people. If I kick your ass, I'll make you famous. The fight to get LGBTQ representation in the show. Mm-hmm. We weirdly don't know as many musicians as you would expect. I really just became a political speechwriter by accident, realizing that I have accidentally uh, pulled my pants down. <laughs> Listen and subscribe at MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcast. It's like if the guinea pig was complicit in helping the scientist. And we're back from that break. No, it was way too quick. <laughs> <laughs> Super fast break. This was a nice breeze during that break. Yes. You got one? You know what I'm watching right now? What do you watch? Better Things. What's that? It, okay, it's Pam, Pamela Adlon. Um, she uh, was on Louie for a while. She played his girlfriend. Okay. Um, and she, uh, it, it was a series that they co-created. And the, the first couple seasons are on Hulu. It's on FX, I think. Okay. Um, it's great. And it's weird because I'm just on season one and, um, you know, his name's on all, all the credits. Oh, and right. And you're kind of like, ooh. And yeah. it's like he is, he is soiled. You know, he is soiled, and uh, you see it, and you go, "I'm going to watch it anyway." Which, if you're Pamela Adlon, is like, "Oh my god!" Like people have to get over something to watch, right? The show, and it's really great, and it's her story. But there's a couple lines where I'm like, "That felt like a that Louis probably wrote that one," you know? Oh right. Um, but I guess the he is involved in the first two seasons, and then from then on, she kicked him off. Like okay. after all, everything happened, and. Um, uh, but you've only seen the first season so yeah, far? Yeah, it's, it's great, though. She's great. What is it? What's she's a single mom. She's a single oh, okay. mom of three kids, and wow. she's in Los Angeles. That's and a she's lot of kids. Doing, yeah, auditions. Her kids are her kids are awful and wonderful, mm-hmm. as kids are. And, um, uh, yeah, it's great. And that, that also was, I was kind of like, wow, you know, she's, she's doing that. <laughs> right. But it's, it's, she's not, not the first one. Not the first. Was she a stand-up? No, uh huh. Okay, no. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I. Yeah. Just it. I don't know. Yeah. So, what do you want to do with this? Um. Let's just talk about this. Is we we got time? It turns out. Mm-hmm. The, the there's a run that I have two of the three nights set up because uh, have not heard back. Oh, from the lady. From the the third person. Oh, okay. Uh, and I think I've got Eugene set up and. And uh, Bend Salem? or oh, Salem. Bend. Okay. Because it was going to be Bend, Salem, and Eugene, and two of the three have responded. Cool. So do you just want to do a two-nighter? Sure. Or maybe someone in Portland? Um, this is Thanksgiving week? Yeah. I'm the weekend of Thanksgiving. in Seattle anyway, so for me, uh, I could just head on down. Oh, oh, for, for family? You're yeah. doing uh, Thanksgiving in, in Seattle? Yeah. Okay, so then you'll just head back down. Piece of cake. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if it's cake, but yeah. Well, I'll yeah. Well, I'll I'll book it. Yeah. It's not I'll, like I have to come back from Pittsburgh or something. Okay. Well, then I'll and just, and and we've given I've given it a week for the third person to chime in. Yeah. So we'll just uh, we'll do the two nights, maybe a third in Portland. If it, but we'll give those two the choice of dates. Okay. That'll Very be cool. perfect. Yeah, because it was going to be a Friday, Saturday, Sunday because of Thanksgiving. It would be so cool if we could develop enough of a following where we could just. Get to do stand up and then do a live pod. Yeah, and then uh, then just uh, mail it to Kyle. And uh, mm-hmm. how great would it be if it made so much money you could come with us? 
<laughs> that would be the best thing ever. Oh there my you go. God. All right, you guys. That would be uh, so fun. Uh, Kill Gareth money. Kid, <laughs> right? <laughs> exactly. We want from now on. Money. That's what you want. You want. You want to call this one Kill Gareth money? Yes. Oh my God. Oh my God. That, Let's, that lady has. She is the Midas she, touch. Yeah, she really does. Yeah, she can't do things and not make money to some she, extent. She started Ellen. Right? <laughs> was she? Yeah, she was yeah, the first she head was writer, the inaugural right? uh, head writer. writer at Ellen. Yeah. She kicked off that billion dollar franchise. Yep. Mm-hmm. Turns out Ellen's pretty talented too, though. Yeah. And uh, did you watch the Wanda Sykes? I special? did. Oh, it's I great. Yeah, I, it's yeah, really I haven't good. had a chance. It's good. And when I say that, I mean, nope, haven't watched it. But uh, what did I watch on the plane yesterday? Hmm. Hocus Pocus. Oh, was, the is movie? that with Sandra Bullock? And... Um, Wait, what? Wow, net worth. <laughs> Here's the thing. When you Google anyone's name and they say net worth, like oh. Karen Gilgareth net worth. Okay. If you Google that, if you Google. check the spelling and it immediately Oh well, my god! Mine came up and it said I was worth like two million at one point, and it, I have since checked it two hundred grand. This seems ah! this seems much more realistic. Maybe the two million was after you got you in your kitchen floor, <laughs> and they're like, People "Wow, like, that sounds remember awesome." Remember that kitchen floor, sweet sweet kitchen, and uh, how I is have that tomatoes, even calculated? The they're just. Who's, they're guessing. Who's who? I don't know. Who's I don't guessing? know. If you can, there, there's a. Oh, <laughs> Jackie Cation husband. That's what usually comes up if you Google my name. And, um, but if you Google Jackie Cation net worth, what do you get? Uh, what the heck? There's a clock. Just your website. Uh, <laughs> oh but God. if you type the words net worth. Oh, yeah, no, with, with that. Okay, oh, really? <laughs> oh, interesting. You have your own website. Jackie Cation net worth is $5 million. Congratulations. Five wow. Million. What the fuck? <laughs> Wow, you guys! Anybody wants to? Uh, I'm Wait, clearly what's exactly. mine? What's mine? Yeah, do Lori Kamartin net worth? If mine's five million, you have a union job. Let's do. do this. If you include my health care, <laughs> that's got to be six, right? Lori Kilmartin's net worth is. It's loading. It's loading. 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 Two point five million. Wow! Look at you, fancy. Well, look how fancy. Uh, wow. Look how inaccurately fancy. Uh, God damn! If anybody wants in on my 2015 Corolla, <laughs> what are you driving? Oh my! I, I have a 2006 Honda. 2006. I don't Honda. believe in buying new cars. I think it's a massive waste of money. It's a waste. It is a massive waste of money. And here's the thing: if we were car people, yeah. What I've always thought about cars is that I'm in my car. <laughs> if you have a nice car, I win. Because I get to see your nice car. My car, I just want to have a car nice that drives. You think nice cars are for looking at? Yes. Okay. That's entirely what they right. are. I want to see your Tesla. I hope it, <laughs> Very nice. I also decided that I, I, I tried to start writing the, uh, the satiric romance novel again. But I'm, I've decided, because uh, I talked to a couple of people, and I've decided to try to write a modern instead. Because I made the job twice as hard for myself. You know what? When, by and, making it historical. Someone going, but also someone, the, the intention of writing satirical humor, it's like it ruins everything. You just write from your voice. You're mm-hmm. fucking funny. So right. you write from Jackie Cation's point of view. You write the kind of thing you want to read. It'll be funny. Right. But I think... Uh, but premise wise, it um, remember I want to write essentially the galaxy quest of romance novels. Right, that was, uh, and I figured out that if I write a modern romance uh, where 
um, essentially the the dude bro that she ends up that that essentially someone thinks she, th- this woman's a novelist, mm-hmm. and I th- and I believe the premise so far anyway, without me having written anything but three pages of it, is um, is that he thinks she's writing a romance novel because they are not respected and he doesn't respect her, and uh, why wouldn't they fall in love? Huh? Come on. He doesn't respect her? Who doesn't want... Anyway. I, I like the idea that you think a man uh, would not have sex with a woman because he didn't respect her. That that seems uh, very unlikely. I, <laughs> I know that we've seen traditionally... He might be more inclined to have sex with her if he didn't respect right, her intellectually. Less, there's less work. There's less work. <laughs> there's no commitment. It's And it's not just it's not just men. It's mostly men. But it's not just men. Right. Right. Just because of, and that's only the men that I know. I mean, I've, I, how many men do you think we've met in, since the 80s doing stand-up comedy? Men? Yeah, just... All of them. I think we've met every man. <laughs> <laughs> we've certainly met all the kinds of men. And, and I, think, I think there are more decent men doing stand-up comedy than ever before. I do, too. Yeah. I think the lifestyle of the road really um, attracted some dirtbags, and it also made people on the bubble of dirtbag and good guy push them over to dirtbag. Yeah. There was an article I read, very powerful article, about uh, cops yeah. and what makes a good cop and what makes a bad cop, mm-hmm. and it's hanging out with good cops or bad cops. Wow. Yeah. They're like, if you're hanging out with a bad cop, most people are lemmings. Yeah. And so that they will le- lend, they will just follow. There's right, like right. something like 5% of, of cops are, are heroes and good people, and 30, 40% of if they work with them will become good cops and heroes and then uh 5% of cops are shitbags and if 30 40% of people work with shitbags they lend toward lean more towards being bad cops that's pro- that that percentage probably works across the board with all people right and plumbers yeah. sure sure all jobs what mm-hmm. the heck yeah dirtbag plumbers yeah so this is the week that did i say already is this the is this yeah, this is the Kansas City week. So I'm going to be in Kansas City. Go see Jackie and Casey. Yeah, do it, you guys. It should be fun. Yeah. And um and then I'll work on the I'll work on the Oregon run for Thanksgiving weekend. That's cool. And that'll be great. And um yeah, I'm on Lake Tahoe, Comedy Attic. Are we done? Oh. See ya. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.